0: are you ready oh yes what do you getting well i'm getting a bounce mm-hmm. um but there's a lightness within it as well interesting yeah you know on,
1: honey it's a very yeah. tricky color and i'll tell you why
0: mm-hmm. terry and uh, i worship an like unconventional six deity six the power of another dimension now you're not going to read about this dimension in a book or in a magazine or uh, in a newspaper uh, because it doesn't exist anywhere Except in my own mind.
2: Someone's having a seizure. (laughs) This is the David Allen Show. Welcome to episode 33, the magic number. It's magical. 33 is the magic number. Uh, Did you just make that up? I
1: like it. Yeah, no. I'm just, I was just <laughs> I'm just saying I
2: I like it a lot. Good work. Yeah. <clears throat> uh no, I I found this fun little uh thing. Diddy? A diddy indeed. Um 8 years ago. Who mm-hmm. uh what, what was going on right now? Um
1: it was uh McCain and Obama. Oh, okay, right now. Presidency. Yes.
2: Oh, so a month, 2 months ago, 8 years ago. What was going on? Um August. Yeah, August. Uh, July, August. July, July August mm-hmm. of two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah two thousand eight. Uh, who? What was happening in the primaries? You know, you got an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Everything um, was crashing uh, on, on the Democratic side. There were <gasps> oh, uh, Hillary, um, Hillary, and, and yeah. um, Bo, uh, B-O- um, Obama Barry. Yeah, Barry, Barry mm-hmm. Satoro. <laughs> yes, Mario, Mario marry oh, my wayward son or not no no it um,
3: works here's a little
2: difference that's happened
3: people of the track record if you want someone with a lifelong track record now this is senator clinton this is the same person who has taken more money from lobbyists than any other candidate democratic or republican of fighting for higher wages and better benefits and a fairer tax code and a bigger voice for workers and stronger regulations on Wall Street this is the same person who took money from financial folks on Wall Street idiots and then voted here, here. for a bankruptcy bill that makes it harder for folks right here idiots in Pennsylvania to get a fair shake then you should vote for Hillary Clinton this this is the same person who spent a decade with her husband campaigning for NAFTA and now (laughs) goes around saying how she was opposed to NAFTA she's got specific ideas to invest in new jobs to help workers share in their company's profits this is the same person who says she's voting for the columbia trade deal turns out that her top advisor, her top strategist was working for the Colombian government to get the bill passed there has never been a man or a woman not me not bill nobody more qualified george than george washington Clinton to serve as president of the united states not of eisenhower
1: Ooh, why don't they why don't why doesn't trump trump should run that as his ad e- exactly that's the point yeah that's my point yeah absolutely <clears throat> and then just, they run it, and then just ask a question. Has anything changed since 2008?
2: Other than Barry's hair is gray, and he can't run anymore, so he might as well. Yeah. So, but what this kind of says to me is this whole election for president... Is a farce? I don't swear. Okay. But I'd like to. Okay. Because Use a missed oath. <laughs> to me, this proves that all of it is bull crap, all of it. Yep. The whole game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I know. I know, and exactly. I, and and <clears throat> I think that's why I love Trump. And for me to say that out loud is weird. I love Trump. You love because what he represents? he has upset the apple cart. Yeah, sure. And that's why.
1: Sure. And only somebody like him could do it.
2: I, I think so. And yeah. Maybe we're all being played.
1: Well, that was the next thought that just kind of shot through my head. Now you have um, you have uh, units in the army that deal with psychological warfare mm-hmm. that do things that create op- you know um, faux opposition to things to try to force and move people in a certain direction. Um, <clears throat> I know that I mean there's a groundswell going ar- around the entire world anti-establishment groundswell because you look at the Brexit uh, vote in Britain um, I wonder do you think Trump that this is authentic that That he's, he's being genuine? he's tapping into the zeitgeist of right now on the way so many people are feeling the dissatisfaction with politics as usual or do you think he's a tool of the Illuminati or New World Order or globalists or the old arts? It seems like if he was being a tool, <clears throat> mm-hmm.
2: then he's been being a tool for t- 30 years. Well, no, I, it, it, um, different
1: um, use of the word tool.
2: No. <laughs> No, I mean like 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 a pawn, a pawn. Yes, no. Yeah. Then he would have had to have been, or they realized that he is, his persona is what they want. Because if you think about it, I don't think his persona has changed. I, has it? Nah, I don't think so. He's the same guy. And you know,
1: at uh, Bohemian Grove, all the people, mm-hmm. were, you know, the big shots there said that they wouldn't vote for Trump, which makes you think that maybe he isn't part of the that this is this is an authentic thing coming from him, but I would think with someone like him, it would still be very easy to manipulate him once he's
2: president. I mean, don't you think I think it's easy to manipulate anyone exactly. The reason is this guy or gal, whoever it ends up being anytime I don't care, walks into this white, big white building that's running, yes, yeah. It will run without a president. Yeah. It will run very well. Mm-hmm. So they walk in. So Trump, I think this is proof that Obama walked in and did nothing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I mean, he swore up and down, I'm going to shut down Gitmo. I'm going to do this, do this, do this, do this. We're doing it all. What happened? Nothing. Well, I, I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, the vast majority of things did not change, but there were a few things that did change. That dramatically altered potentially the direction of the country. I mean, just the gender, gender identity. Oh, yeah, you know right. things like there that. There are things, Gay but, marriage but I'm thinking
2: like the the operation. No, of no, government. no, no, no. I, I I just think the president's <clears throat> useless, except for those well judges. What else? What else? Exactly judges and exactly. The sign of the paper that sends troops to go die.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't you think that. Um that the president is more like the the captain or admiral, I don't know if it's a captain or admiral, um, who is the highest person in charge in an aircraft carrier. Hmm. So he might point him in a certain direction mm-hmm. but he doesn't
2: He can't actually do anything. Yeah,
1: I mean the vast majority of it so he might point things in a certain direction and then the direction that he points them to is based upon what the Joint Chief of Staff or the President tells him. So, yeah, he has a lot of power in one sense, but in the average person's life, it doesn't impact them that much. I <clears throat> I just... I mean, there's all this hype that's going on, but when was the last time we had a President that actually met, um, met our expectations? I mean... Regardless well if, again, if well. you were a republican, if you were a Republican, every single republican president has there's been a larger government when he left than when he came in, and if you were a Democrat, the, um, more attention was or uh, goodies were given to the uh, big business and um, <clears throat> special interests than when they started I mean look at Obama. Um, I mean he's pandered to all the bankers mm-hmm. um, he's I mean he's been very illiberal not liberal illiberal except for these few flashy things like gay marriage mm-hmm. and a couple other things but he's pushing TPP
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: and if you were Which a lot of government was
2: until the public started realizing what's going on exactly and then they know what's terrible <clears throat>
1: But the only thing that these people are really pushing that is against the sensibilities of most people it has to do with um, either taxes, um, uh, moral issues like homosexuality, abortion, and uh, some of the educational things. But other than that, I mean, it is completely—so I think a lot of this is a canard that they're— People think that by voting for Trump that something's going to change, but when you stop and think about it, you know nothing's going to change. Mm-hmm. You know the next Supreme Court justice, if it, if Trump is president and he appoints a Supreme Court justice that is ratified by the Senate, you know that they're going to end up like all the other ones except for, uh, I don't know, Thomas and uh, what's his name who got killed? I mean, died. Scalia. Yeah, Scalia. <clears throat> hmm.
2: So the network news, sure, is praising Hillary. Of course, for winning, winning the debate. Mm-hmm. Andrea Mitchell had some, an interesting take Which I'm curious how she as a feminist Can make this claim What
0: about the way he kept interrupting And <laughs> the way he answered the question About gender Do you think women would react to that So Andrea Great to see you um, You had that great exchange with her today I know you're right there talking to all of her campaign officials So in addition to what she told you um, What is the mood Within the campaign right now well, uh, you can imagine They feel very confident, Kristen uh, There was applause by her staff When she boarded And she was obviously feeling her oats uh, the, the preparation
1: What? She, she was feeling her oats?
0: Staff when she boarded And she was obviously feeling her oats <laughs> Did she
2: just call Hillary a horse? Are you kidding? Donkey A donkey Same thing Maybe <laughs> I, Get your
4: food, dog. Can, can you,
2: can you use that analogy in regards to a liberal woman? No, I, 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 know what she's trying to say. That's not the point. Words matter. These people parse words and syllables. If it's Trump, true. And Good so point. for Andrea mm. Mitchell. So are you saying there's a double standard? Not at all. <laughs> for her to to say that Hillary is feeling her oats. Hillary is a horse huh i mean she's proven she can pretty well but maybe so so she's kind of like dr doolittle except i thought that was interesting van jones um made an interesting comparison hello wow lasers
5: yeah and that's part of the problem that we have with this guy is that there that nobody has confidence or should have confidence yet that he does have that level of of actual preparation listen homework matters and i i tell you what as a man let me say this please to see a woman like hillary clinton be prepared do her work actually uh, put in the hard preparation and have that to be a negative for it to be almost like oh well of At course right. let me just finish this it is very, very difficult to become a master of a single policy area. She is the Michael Jordan of policy <laughs> in multiple, multiple areas, oh, what? and we almost treat it like it's it's a bad thing. What?
2: She's the Michael Jordan of policy in multiple areas. What does that mean? Is he?
1: Um, is he calling her bald <laughs> and black and black and an She's good. Uh, and tall, six tall, foot three, eight. Oh, oh eight, <clears throat> yeah.
2: Oh never, yeah. No, sorry, I was thinking something like Isaiah Thomas, maybe.
4: Yeah,
1: uh, you know, maybe, maybe, oh. um,
2: <laughs> maybe. Huh? Do you um? Yeah,
1: I'm so cynical. Yeah, I'm so incredible. You have no idea how cynical I am. I mean, you have okay. Yeah, you do. I've met you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just I listened to that guy, and I still I I just don't know why anybody would. It seems to me we've gotten to the point where nobody makes up their mind about facts anymore. No, it's all you take everything by faith, whatever your predisposition is. Mm Feelings. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so all it is is just uh, playground taunts or something like that. But there's no sense of actually trying to make a good argument it's That's all about style yeah. and people rather than substance
6: adding up the points yeah. well, come on, on, on. hillary's composure and her mastery of the detail was consistent oh. throughout and she was pleasant throughout uh, not only the audience <laughs> but even when she turned to donald trump donald trump started <laughs> in a more organized fashion than we've seen in the past but then he resorted to the kind of bombast that he's used now
0: uh, he's got two more debates to go but uh, she did absolutely get him rattled. Also, his facial expressions throughout oh. were condescending and in ways and hers of worked. just rude. Uh, and early in the debate, he was also bullying. So I think bullying. there are a variety of things here that and did not work for him.
7: It broke down there at the end. There was a lot of name-calling. I think people would find that disappointing in a presidential debate.
6: Well, I, I, oh, I, I was up, disappointed Scott to see the way Hillary Clinton, uh, uh, frankly, was casting insults through most of this debate.
2: Yeah. Thank you, Mike Pence. <clears throat> so th- this was your unbiased news news journalists right uh-huh. there. Oh, mm-hmm. Oh, oh! These are those are the unbiased ones. Oh, so that's sarcasm, isn't it? <laughs> oh,
1: I uh, woo, yeah! You know you wield that sarcastic sword like a master.
2: <clears throat> Kudos to you. It was interesting that um, Luster Holt, new Luster Holt, isn't he?
1: So I I heard that he's a Quote, unquote, registered they, Republican. That's what they say.
4: Yeah.
2: But he's black. I know, so, so that would make him he's an an either, Uncle Tom. He, he's either not black or it's not true. And yeah. I'm looking at him. I think he's black.
8: Mr. Trump, for five years, you perpetuated a false claim that the nation's first black president was not a natural-born citizen. You questioned his legis...
2: Listen to that question again. Listen to the words. Mr.
8: Trump, for five years, you perpetuated a false claim that the na-
2: Mm-hmm. You perpetuated a false claim. Oh,
8: nation's first black president was not a natural born citizen.
2: Let's see. Last I checked, Bill Clinton was the first black president.
1: <laughs> why, why didn't Why didn't he just reference the um, um, bunch of articles that came out that said that Hillary Clinton's camp started that narrative?
2: Well, he tried. But they would have, I mean, they're not going to believe him. They're going to fact check, fact check, fact check,
8: fact check. You question his check. legitimacy. In the last couple of weeks, you acknowledge what most Americans have accepted for years. The president was born in the United States. Now, Can you okay. tell us- I don't care. I don't give a rip what most Americans accept. Legitimacy. In the last couple of weeks, you acknowledge what most Americans have accepted for. Who gives a rip what they accept? Years, the president was born in the United States. Can you tell us what took? you his... so I'll tell you very won't be tested. Mr. Trump, this year, Secretary Clinton became the first woman nominated for president of so a major party. Earlier this month, you said she doesn't have quote a presidential look. She's standing here right now. What did you mean by that?
2: Yeah, yeah, she looks like a... <laughs> she looks. Oh, there were there were times where she looked like a witch. You mean like? like the like her 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 facial expression and her <laughs> like her creepy eyes it was weird I was yeah i i'm of the opinion i mean
1: a lot yeah i think it was uh time magazine did a poll and overwhelmingly people said that trump won um poll after poll said trump won I'm thinking that people see her and they think, "Egads, look at this person!" I can't imagine having her as president for four years. <clears throat> yeah, now you can call it a double standard because I'm sure it is. But when when a when a woman acts like a with with the same kind of um, abrupt um, aggressive behavior as a type A male personality. You can say whatever you want. you can say it's sexism, you can say whatever. But there is something unattractive about it mm-hmm. because when you grow up, Your mother is softer than your father. Typically, Mm -hmm. your mother is more nurturing than your father. Now
2: that's your grandparents. Now, now, what you're saying here is a microaggression. Uh, You are assuming. Well, I'm just microaggressing. Going to make it major, women. (laughs) Clearly, (laughs) by putting them in a box that they do not belong in. Uh, Okay, how dare you? Well, ooh, I dare, I dare.
1: So I think that when people see a woman like that they are going to uh, subconsciously recoil.
2: So.
0: This is a problem for everyone, not just police.
2: What? Sorry.
0: I think, unf- what? I think implicit bias is a problem for everyone, not just police. I think unfortunately what about too Secretary many of, of us in our great country Shh, um, jump to conclusions about each other. And therefore, I think we need all of us to be asking hard questions about, you know, why am I feeling this way? But when it comes to policing, since it can have literally fatal consequences, I have said in my first budget we would put money into that budget. To help us deal with implicit bias by retraining a lot of our police officers. I've met with a group of very distinguished, experienced police chiefs a few weeks ago. They admit it's an issue. They've got a lot of... Wait a officers. second.
1: Police now- chiefs. Police chiefs are political animals. Yes, they are. They are raw political animals. And most large cities are run, or a, a good number of them are run by Democratic... Mm-hmm. Uh, mayors. Um, And so they are going to pander to that audience. So just because a police chief says anything um, is ridiculous. Most police chiefs are against uh, concealed carry. Even though there are study after study that show that it's more Mm -hmm. uh, less crime when more people carry uh, or have the ability to legally carry Handguns, so yeah. Of course, you'll
2: never. They'll never. But in that, in talking about the police issues, police shootings,
1: and and the re-education thing, yeah. what what are you gonna do? Exactly, Sh- electric shock therapy. Yeah.
2: You know. Bzzzt, yeah. Bzzzt. Well, this goes back to the article <laughs> we read last last week on the show from the face bag Post. Yeah. About and what makes that cop switch ah! when he gets out there and shoots someone, you know? And then the, the black kid want, wants to pull the trigger. Bull crap, yeah. Now, I will admit, whoa, something
1: <laughs> I will admit that they, I, I think that the average cop right now mm-hmm. is more, um, less sacrificial and less community minded in the larger communities with more of a militaristic
2: outlook. Because their job is law enforcement. Yes. Their job is not police work. Exactly. It's not serve and protect. Right, They're there not to help people not get hurt. They're there to make sure that when people break the law, I'm going to slap a fine on them. Yes. And I'm going to stop the lawbreaker.
1: And that's how they've been trained as well. Mm -hmm. But it, um, like for instance, you or I, if we were a police officer and and a car was, uh, we were chasing the car. We got out of our car. Um, the guy pulled over. We got out of the car, and all of a sudden they started backing up mm-hmm. towards us. Mm-hmm. Um, you or I would jump out of the way. Way too often, what uh, police officers do is they pull their weapons and they start shooting mm-hmm. because technically that that vehicle is a, a dangerous weapon, can be a dangerous weapon. Now I I get that, you get that. But on but on the on the flip side, um something has happened uh with police officers and I fifty years ago in the county that I was born in, the uh the sheriff I remember hearing about uh, the sheriff, There, uh, a young kid was mouthing off to him or whatever, so he picked him up, walked over into the lake, and threw him in the lake. And then he dragged him out there's and he said, lawsuit. are you done? Yeah, no, it's a lawsuit. Back then, it was an attitude adjustment. Um, <clears throat> uh, something's, something's happened with the attitude of the police. And now, I'm sure there's a cultural thing for sure. But when you look at, especially in smaller communities, how uh, police officers who are veterans treat incidents and whatnot, it's different than the young guy. The young guy wants to in start fighting. The young guy, uh, it, it's about you obey my authority rather than serving and protecting. Being a watch, rather than being a watchdog,
2: you're an attack dog. So many times how much of that do you think and we can get into this in a minute but how much of that do you think comes from the kids that are growing or they're coming out of the academy now mm-hmm. have grown up in a time of war our, our country has had troops actively being killed and killing for 15 years how much of that do you think has conditioned these young men to think a little bit differently
1: much is the
2: at the current era
1: of war affected law enforcement
2: well more law enforcement like the kids coming up they have this idea this mindset that you know military and you know the advent of the the hardcore video games um that in association to the real life war that's going on and that you know we have these war heroes now like every service member period is a hero um that, that's kind of new. I mean, we've had, like, I grew up with reverence for soldiers, mm-hmm. you know, because they're sacrificing, they're dedicating their time, they're mm-hmm. giving their lives, blah, blah, blah. But, like, Desert Storm was what, two years, three years, four years? How long was Desert Storm active? The initial one? Yeah. Oh, the first one? Yeah. In the uh, ni- early 90s, right? Oh, in the
1: early 90s. No, it was, well, the ground warfare was 100 hours. Okay. And it was, I don't know, maybe a month of uh, bombing campaigns, mm. and then that was it. that happened. Um,
2: and, I mean, th- that was the first military that I got to see firsthand yeah. as, as a, a, like, well, firsthand through the news. But, yeah. I mean, it, it was in the time where it would be recorded on VHS somewhere else, and we'd wa- bring it home and watch it. Yeah. I think, you know,
1: when I was, I don't know, nine or ten. And it was Tom Brokaw. Oh, back then in Mm -hmm. 90? Yeah. Um, I remember when SWAT came out, TV show. Mm. And SWAT was the first militaristic cop show because they all had M-16s. Mm -hmm. They had the cool song for SWAT. um, And they'd come rushing out of this van and they would uh, set up their positions and they'd have a sniper and... And it was very it was, a, it was a different attitude than like Adam 12 or uh, you know something like chips or right. dragnet. Um, <clears throat> so it became more of a force on force kind of thing. Um, there was less uh, I mean I mean consider Andy Griffith and then go to NYPD Blues, but even NYPD Blues is different than law enforcement when you think about it. Now, they would go out and they would investigate and they would be de- detectives or law and order. That would be another example. They might, you know, grab somebody and throw them up against a wall and mm-hmm. interrogate them. But it wasn't... It was less... It was more of, um, you know, trying trying to find the perp who did whatever crime or is committing whatever crime. But, but now... Th- it's to me it just seems it seems so it seems so different it, there's such a us versus them attitude and now if you put yourself into the into the the shoes of a law enforcement officer nowadays you can't you can't use common sense you have to follow protocol because if you do something other than protocol you can get sued you can lose your job. You can go to jail. And then at the same time, there's this there's this attitude that y- you're never going to get assaulted. I mean, if you're a police officer, you better expect that you're going to get you're going to get punched. Mm-hmm. You're going to get kicked. You're going to get spit on. That's that's part of the job. If you see somebody who is acting up, I mean, the protocol is in a lot of places. That you know you escalate it based upon how they are escalating it. But if you have a police department where you can hire a five-two hundred and ten pound woman mm-hmm. to be a police officer, she has two tools, maybe three: mace, taser, and uh, bullet, and bullet. What else is What else is she supposed Verbal to do? Verbal judo. Yeah, yeah, uh, that works on people who are meth. Mm-hmm. Ah, hey, find the thing for SWAT.
4: <laughs> I
1: love that one. When I was a kid, oh my goodness, I love that.
2: Dun 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 bow.
8: Wow, wow, wow. Here it is.
7: Oh, oh yeah. I love this.
2: Oh. So what's the imagery going on in your head? They're
1: piling out of the, they're grabbing the M16s and they're piling out of the back of the van and they're running towards the action. Yeah. I think it only lasted a year or two, but this is an awesome LOL. Well, at least it was for me. Da, da, da. Thank you. Boy. That was great. <laughs> Stroll down memory lane. It had that seventies wah 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 mm-hmm. uh, yeah. thing to the it. The wah wah pedal. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Mission Impossible. This is another cool one. hooker or something like that <laughs> nope chips oh this is chips yeah i wasn't a huge fan of chips
2: how about oh dragnet <laughs> yeah. didn't we play a dragnet clip yeah a couple episodes ago? yeah it's about yep. abortion yep that guy's voice is just perfect.
1: Oh, yeah. The Joe Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> Have you seen the Dan Aykroyd movie? Dragnet? No. Oh. <laughs> With Tom Hanks? It's funny. Hmm No.
2: got one queued up surprise let's um change gears for a minute we may come back to bill hillary killery <laughs> um, um, oh, what, what do we call her kleptillery, kleptillery that's it yes <laughs> the kleptocracy should the u.s. pay reparations for slavery a u.n appointed expert said I think so <laughs> Well, of course they do. A United Nations working group is getting into the fray on U.S. racial discrimination. Because we want their opinion. After 14 years and 20 days of speaking with U.S. officials, activists, and families of people killed by Took police. Took 14 years? Well, but 14 years, 20 days of speaking with U.S. officials, activists, and families of people killed by police in major American cities. It has issued its conclusions. The slave trade was a crime against humanity. And the U.S. government should pay reparations. Quote, Contemporary police killings and the trauma it creates are reminiscent of the racial terror lynching in the past. A French member of the working group of U.N. experts, Mireille Fignon Mendez-Francais, said after their meetings in the U.S., The UN experts traveled to major cities including Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Jackson, Mississippi, Chicago, and New York City. In Washington, they met with the Department of State, the the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Housing and Urban Development, and the Department of Health and Human Services, the Department of Labor, Department of Justice, Environmental Protection Agency, and the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. In Baltimore, they met with the Maryland federal judges. In Jackson, they met with the officials of the office of the mayor and the office of the attorney general of the state of Mississippi. In Chicago, they met with the attorney general of the state of Illinois and with the representatives of the office of the mayor of the city of (coughs) Chicago and the Chicago Police Department. And in New York City, they met... That sentence started with the word and. Sorry. And in New York City, they met with the office of the Attorney General of the State of New York. Racial divisiveness is a front burner issue in the U.S. and was a major topic during the presidential debate Monday night for candidates Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. The recent decision by Georgetown University to offer several hundred descendants of slaves preferential admissions has raised the profile of reparations for the slave trade. And several years ago, both the U.S. Senate and House in separate bills, which never was passed into law as law, apologized for slavery and Jim Crow legislation, but were divided over the issue of reparations. The U.N. doesn't often weigh in on U.S. domestic policy, but the working group of experts on people of African descent. That's a thing. The working group of experts on people of African descent. Wow. Who knew they were experts on that? was created 14 years ago. Today, it is a part of the Human Rights Council under the umbrella of the UN High Commissioner on Human Rights, or the OHCHR. It has its roots in the controversial Durban Conference in 2001 during the era of the now-ended UN Commission on Human Rights. At that time, the administration of George W. Bush withdrew from the conference about these very demands for reparations for slavery, among other issues. The report members voiced concern about the, quote, persistence of a de facto residential segregation in many of the metropolitan areas in the U.S. and pointed out that unemployment for African Americans is almost twice the national unemployment rate. And report the report also advocates for the passage of U.S. legislation encouraging Congress to pass the commission to to pass the Commission to Study Reparation Proposals for African Americans Act, Ugh, a which would establish a commission to examine enslavement and racial discrimination in the colonies and United States from 1619 to the present and to recommend appropriate remedies, and urges the U.S. to consider seriously. Quote, a formal apology, health initiatives, educational opportunities, an African knowledge program, psychological rehabilitation, technology transfer and financial support and debt cancellation. Mm. Now I'm all for that. Maybe. In February... When the group ended their two and a half week trip to the U.S. cities, three of the experts held a press conference at which fanon Mendez Francais said that the U.S. has, quote, structural discrimination that creates de facto barriers for people of African descent to fully exercise their human rights. Are you kidding me?
1: I have a solution. Right now we're 20 million dollars in debt.
2: Million or trillion? trillion? Yeah, yeah, twenty million, nah, chump change.
1: Yeah, twenty trillion dollars in debt. Just increase the debt by fifty percent, ten trillion dollars. Oh, ten, ten more trillion dollars. Yep. Give a quarter of a million dollars to everyone to every black person in America, mm. and then say all complaints are now null and void. <laughs> you cannot complain about education. You cannot play complain about your lot in life. You have a choice. Well, you don't have any choice. Take the $250,000 because you're not going to complain anymore. And I think it would be money well spent.
2: <clears throat> to shut them up? Mm-hmm. Oh, good.
1: Of course, it would cause inflation and
2: whatnot, but... Yeah, they're going to keep printing money. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, I think the... I, I don't understand. Do you know... And you're black, right? A little bit. I thought so.
1: Yep. You you have some oh, of that I'll in take here. some. I'll take some of this money. I'm all for this. I think this is reasonable. I think, I think, yeah.
2: All right. But my.
1: I need to stand in a line. Would you like some cheese? Yeah.
2: yeah whatever.
1: <laughs> Too enthusiastic. How up. do you
2: prove that you are worse off? Due to slavery, starting in the sixteen hundreds. Oh, so
1: you're wondering, is there any, is there any plausible
2: or do you, evidence go, or do to you go around and profile garbage? and say, oh, you're black? Okay, check. There you go. Yeah. Oh, you're black. You're not black. Too bad. Screw you. Yep. Oh, you're black.
1: You just tan well. Okay. Hit the road, Jack. Yeah. But then you.
2: Or do you uh, give us some blood? Yeah, DNA Were test. Were you related to the Underground Railroad people? Mm-hmm. Um, no, you're only a sixteenth of that. No, sorry, you're out. Oh, you are an eighth. You're a full eighth Underground Railroad descendant. You're in. You get money. Oh, you're a half? Oh, you get more money. You So are you're f-
1: saying give them the money commensurate with the percentage. Hey, of- that's how
2: the Indians, Native Americans do it, right? Well, I. No, At some did, level? Or is
1: it just tribe? A, you hit a certain point and then above a certain
2: person? Oh major, oh oh one you have a, a quarter and you're in. you're
1: in? Yeah. That's mm, my but I couldn't. be
2: I like it the other way though. It weeds out the riffraff.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we're gonna do that. We might as well do that across the board. So so the Germans need to do reparations to the Jews. To the Jews. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um the British need to do it for the Irish, and the, of the potato Americans. famine,
2: yeah. and the natives. Because yep. I mean, it was the British that came here. Yep. Okay.
1: And the Irish that came over here on were mistreated, and the Chinese let's that think were about that. over here.
2: Columbus, where is he mm-hmm. from? Spain. Italy. Italy. Okay.
1: So they they're the ones that
2: discovered it, at, so. and they're the ones that yep came in and started um the 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 revolution. Yep. Why do we have to get stuck with the consequences of kicking out the Native Americans? so then basically, I didn't do it I didn't touch them yeah but you're no, guilty I don't think you' so. you're I didn't do you're, it you you're you're
1: Ellen, you're... you're a horrible person. I mean you really kind of make me sick and
2: actually so if we go if we're gonna go to the, <laughs> the the real crux of this. We just find I the descendants have, of Cain. I have supported. To figure out. Because he, he started it. There it is. I, actually, it goes back to Eve. Women.
1: So, <laughs> so women have to pay us yes, money. Yes,
2: yes. Okay. So, I think
1: this is a proposal <laughs> that at least 50% of the people get behind.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's called Islam. Sorry. <clears throat> I have supported the Native Americans. Monetarily. Uh-huh. Where I grew up is a huge Indian casino that I have eaten at. Oh, I thought it was your
1: silly little (laughs) gambling addiction.
2: (laughs) No, I I actually don't think I made Actually, most of that
1: money goes probably to the consultants and the other people that run the casino. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: But my point is, Uh I didn't harm them. I don't have implicit bias toward them.
1: Microaggressions. (laughs) And a lot of them. (laughs)
2: I didn't have mm-hmm. slaves. I don't mm-hmm. have any implicit bias toward black people. You know what? I like them. Mm-hmm. I have no no problems. Just because you not said that proves that, that I'm a racist. Yeah. If, you have to, if you have to try to con- convince me, it's not true. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous. Are you kidding?
1: You, do you know why you think that?
2: Oh, because I'm racist. No, because well, it is. Implicit bias? No, because oh, it, it is ridiculous. Oh.
1: <laughs> so... You are you, you are astute. You are a uh um No. You're I'm brilliant.
2: Astute. Is that an insult? You astute. Astute. Oh, astute.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm spent. <laughs> <sighs> See, I again this is this is another one of those one of those things and I This is a religion. But ooh, I mean the ooh. worst the worst kind There's no evidence to support it? This is like Scientology or Mormonism. This, this,
2: like, reparations thing? Yeah. Yeah, so the the other thing that is frustrating me with this, why in the world does it matter? That They're going and they're talking to families of people killed by police. Black people killed by police. (laughs) I know. I know. That would be like... Going, there are more white people killed by police than black, right? Yeah. So for them to say because the black people are killed by police, that's because of slavery, right? And so we should
1: pay for Evident, that. Evident, evidently. But have they gone to like the uh, families of 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 mafia dons and who have been support? Uh, you know that uh, the police have come in, come in and destroyed their lives. <laughs> Should should money go to Italians? Does that mean no?
2: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> no, because you can't see them. And I. it really feels... Now, I don't know.
1: I'm. No, I can see Tony totally the Fish. So you can hear
2: see. him. You can't see him.
1: Hey, I think he that's gets, part of when it. When one of the boys gets clipped by the... Uh, by the popo, you know it it affects some. Okay, what,
2: bleed green or something. No. I uh, boy, I just reparations. Really, it's two thousand sixteen. Mm-hmm. When were the last slaves held? Uh, I
1: guess that would be. Well, it depends upon who you talk to. <laughs> uh.
0: Yesterday.
2: <laughs> oh wait. Um, I mean. Well, I mean after the Civil War. Well, I mean, war, it, well, it could be right now. Well, it is going on now. I mean, I mean there's how, sexual how slavery many, going on. Oh, sure, but I'm talking like yeah. like black slaves primarily. How many black people are like tied up inside that U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis now? Right now? Hmm. Um. You got a calculator? <laughs> well, and and um the like like the a- 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 AT, is a t field down in Dallas. Yeah. I mean, it's a billion dollar stadium. Yeah. How many black people? are slaves to that you mean like
4: uh that there's football yeah
2: <laughs> no, i mean the actual team now just because they get paid i mean you see what's happening to colin krapernick for kneeling at the national anthem mm-hmm. he's losing endorsements he's getting penalized it's uh, in some degree okay now he also is not a very good quarterback so he's in the second string now so, so the the narrative is he's being
1: penalized because he's just a black person, do you know? Uh, standing up, standing up against, rather oh. than he's an ungrateful wretch who is spitting on the, Spoiled, rotten, the graves yeah, of all yeah, the heroes yeah. that have died. Mm-hmm.
2: But my my, my, my my point was not to dig into him, because I think he's
9: too, stupid. Late. <laughs> too late, too late,
2: <laughs> too late. Um, my point is why is that not a form of slavery? Yeah, they get paid a lot of money. But we've talked about this, the shamus of humanity.
1: Yeah. But I, to me, that would be that would be such an incredible insult. To actual to slaves? Com- to, yeah, to compare oh, sure. them oh, no, to actual slaves. Oh, sure. I agree. Slaves. I'm yeah. with you.
2: But for anyone in 2016 in america in america legally now we're talking legally okay but i mean I i think kind of across the board this makes sense anyone in usa america America, 2016 that's black chances are we're never slaves oh yes definitely right definitely now I'm not saying they may not have been discriminated against the old people back in the '50s, '60s, and before. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. I don't. That, that's a different story to me. But really, we need re- C- what are we, consider one, this. Are two generations out, right? Of what? Of slavery? No. More than
1: For, that. Or uh, what's a generation? Oh, what? Fifty years? Okay, say fifty years. 1865. So you're uh, three, if you're doing 50 years, then it would be three generations. Okay. Four, yeah, three generations out. Okay. But I think technically the generation is like 20 years. Really? <clears throat> you know, because, oh, you know, okay. parent to child. The time they,
2: okay, gotcha. 20 to 30, okay.
1: So 150 years, that would be seven, eight generations. Mm-hmm. So there's nobody alive. Who was a slave? That Who was a slave.
2: <clears throat> Officially.
1: Yeah, no, a le- legally a right. slave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this is my question. Right now, abortion is legal, okay? Abortion is legal. And people say that abortion, a lot of people say abortion is good. There are people that picket outside abortion clinics and do everything they can to stop abortion. In 150 years, um, if there are people that... Are still alive that maybe survived an abortion. Okay, reparations would they require reparations from the people that tried to stop the abortion? Because half the people in America hated slavery, Mm -hmm. didn't want, and did what they could um, to uh, not to support it, but to do everything they could to stop it. Um, it would be this. I mean. the parallels would be very close. If <clears throat> if I knew that across the street there were people being held in sexual slavery and I did everything I can, broke down the door and, and, um, and rescued them, and the slaves turned around and sued not only the people that held them, but also the people that, that broke down them. the door and saved them, would that be hmm. just? Would that be
2: fair? <clears throat> okay, no, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm on your side. Mm-hmm. However, do you think that that comparison would be allowed? Well, well,
1: none of, I mean, it, it's not logical, it's not moral, it's not just. So, I mean, there is no basis other than just to rattle people's cages. And, but how, uh,
2: how many people who hold the view that. Black people have been depressed and oppressed and held in slavery for uh, up to now. I mean, really. And mm-hmm. apparently they don't see our Supreme Court. They don't see the president. They don't see the AG. They don't see these people yeah, that are morons. actually black in charge. Morons. But But they made it. They, it seems like they think that unless you were a black person slave or black person, period, unless it's that then it's not a valid complaint. So if you said sexual slave, which is absolutely real right now, mm-hmm. it is one of the, this is huge epidemic. Mm. That's not, it takes away from them. And if it, I, it diminishes I see that, their suffering. it totally diminishes their suffering. Yes. yes. It takes away from their, their plight. Yeah. And so we can't talk about that. We can't fix this problem because gosh, darn it. Our problem was bad and you're a victim because of
1: something that happened to your great 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 grandparents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. And the hard the hard the hard part for me is you don't come to these conclusions based upon knowledge or reason or anything. So you can't fight these things with knowledge or reason um so how do you even fight this? I mean, people actually believe this and want to do this based upon idiotic argument. And if they didn't get there because of reason, they're not going to get out of that idi- idiocy through reason. So I don't know what... You, yeah. I don't know, because education isn't the, isn't the solution here. Because these people, they are willfully ignorant. That that's the part that's the part that discourages me or makes me cynical, mm-hmm. because and it's not just in this; it's in politics and everything. Nobody wants to nobody wants to discuss the merits. Nobody wants to look at both sides and walk away and go, you know what? I disagree with you based upon these principles that that guide my life, mm-hmm. or by what I believe. I I think this is immoral, or it's not right. And then walk away and go, okay, guess what? We're not going to agree on this. But nobody wants to do that. Right. Instantly, everybody's your enemy if they don't think exactly like you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you can't reason that away. Yeah. You unravel me with a melody.
9: You surround me with a soul. Deliver it from my end
2: Show and we are childs of God through Jesus Christ, absolutely, yeah, childs of God. (laughs) But it's true, we're no longer slaves, yeah. And I think if these people would just get that in their mind, if they would get free in Jesus, they would know that no amount of reparation by any government is going to fix any problem, yeah. So I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it.
1: I am too. Can you imagine? This happens every four years. This horrible... Well, and, and it's been especially that, that way for the last eight years, or the, the last two election cycles before this one, mm-hmm. where, I mean, and you could probably make the case that two... Bef- well, I mean... <laughs> okay, it goes back A while, back. <laughs> a while. Oh, You know mm-hmm.
8: Good evening from Hofstra University In Hempstead, New York I'm Lester Holt we'll Anchor of NBC Nightly News I want to welcome you to the first presidential debate oh. The participants tonight are Donald Trump And Hillary Clinton This debate is sponsored by the commission on He presiden- says, holding back a chuckle Debates, a nonpartisan, nonprofit organization. The commission right. drafted tonight's format, and the rules have been agreed to by the campaigns. The 90 minute debate is divided into six segments, each 50 minutes long. No, they're not. We'll explore three topic areas tonight achieving prosperity, America's direction, and securing America. At the start of each segment, I will ask the same lead off question to both candidates, and they will each have up to two minutes to respond. From that point until the end of the segment, we'll have an open discussion.
4: The questions are
8: mine them. and have not been shared with the Commission or yeah. the campaigns. Right. The audience here in the room has agreed to remain silent so that we can yeah, focus right. on what the candidates right. are saying. I will invite you to applaud, however, right at now. this moment <laughs> as we welcome <laughs> the candidates Democratic nominee for President of the United States, Hillary Clinton, yeah. and Republican nominee for President of the United States, Dr. Donald J. Trump. Meh. Meh. So,
2: do you (laughs) what? Um, you know what the Teletubbies are, right?
1: Yes. (laughs) Well, you have you have like five of them, four straight and one gay one. Sure. Yeah. Whatever.
2: Okay. Yeah. This will be interesting to see what you're to dress. Mrs. Clinton for the debate. You admittedly didn't watch it. (laughs) No, I just, I couldn't
1: stomach it. I couldn't stomach it.
2: So, as she, uh, again, I, this is nothing against women, okay? So anyone worried about that? I like women. I married one. She is the best, (laughs) the best thing to happen to me, short of Jesus. So. I have nothing against women. However, uh-oh, here we go. You should have someone with the courage to stand back from you and look and go, yeah, maybe that's not the best option. Okay, <laughs> what is the color of liberals? Um, yellow. The, the Democrats, yellow. <laughs> Uh, blue, right? The Democratic oh, color yeah. is blue. By, okay, sure. It just is. Yep. The The uh, elephant color is red. red. So what does Hillary wear? Red. A red jumpsuit.
1: Well, that, that hides a catheter.
2: Okay. Or her morphine pump. Or her morphine pump. So, just watch this and what we're doing we're actually uh, i i am playing a video feed of the debate so this is on you can find it on youtube
8: to respond from that point so when, until the end of the segment we'll have an open discussion. when
2: he announces her the questions
8: are i want you to keep in your mind the commission or the campaigns teletubbies the here in the room has agreed to remain <laughs> when silent, you see her walk in so the door focus on what the just are think teletubbies I apply, and however, i encourage anyone morning as we welcome the candidates to go out and do this. Think Teletubby when you see her walk in
2: that door to the side of the stage. Tell me that's not Teletubby. Yeah. Again, it's a horrible, horrible, horrible option. He's wearing a blue tie, Democrat tie, and she's wearing a Republican jumpsuit. Are you kidding? yeah now they flipped a coin to see who got to go first uh-huh i want you hillary gets to go first i want well, I you to listen to the open of the
8: issues of this camp how she, she starts this whole everyone, debate more what she debate b- implores
2: people to do we
8: are going to focus on many of the issues that come on lester are most important and we're going to press for specifics i am honored you're not going to press this for nothing this idiot. belongs to the candidates <sighs> and just as important to the american people Candidates we look forward to hearing you articulate your policies and your positions as well as your visions and your values So
2: I, I took some notes it. is why I'm doing this
8: you, you did this take notes oh. achieving prosperity oh. and central to that is look, jobs. Teletubby Teletubby there Teletubby No <laughs> in America today. There's been a record six straight eight years of job growth no numbers show incomes have increased at a record rate after no years of stagnation. However, income inequality remains significant and nearly half of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Beginning with you secretary uh, Wait Clinton, a second. How in why the, okay. are you a better- How could incomes increase
1: so dramatically and yet people living paycheck to paycheck increase? Don't so ask dramatically? questions.
2: He stated it as fact and he's Lester Holt and he is a re- registered Republican so it's true. Right? No. No, no. It means no. It's not true. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep going.
8: Your choice than your opponent to create the kinds of jobs that will put more money into the pockets of. I wish American somebody workers. in the audience Thank had you, a strobe Lester light.
0: And... <laughs>
4: <laughs> Keep
0: Thanks talking. to Hofstra Listen. for hosting H- us. However,
8: income. The cent- in- whoa, 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 whoa,
2: whoa,
8: whoa! Sorry. This- we'll fix it.
9: Oh. Remains star-
2: th-
1: significant.
2: Do do do
8: what do do Paycheck do to do do Beginning with you Secretary uh, Clinton, why are you a better choice than your opponent to create the kinds of jobs that will put more money into the pockets of American workers?
0: Well, thank you.
2: Just listen to her her uh, opening salvo.
0: Thank you Lester and thanks to Hofstra for hosting us. The central question in this election is really what kind of country we want to be and what kind of future we'll build together. Today is my granddaughter's Mm. second birthday, so I think about this a lot. First, we have to build an economy that works for everyone, not just those at the top. That means we need new jobs, good jobs, with rising incomes. I want us to invest in you. I want us to invest in your future. That means jobs in infrastructure, in advanced manufacturing, in innovation and technology, clean renewable energy, and. Did she just say in invasion?
1: and in in, in <laughs> innovation <I know>. oh.
0: <laughs> and small business because most of the new jobs will come from small business we also have to make the economy fairer that starts with raising the national minimum wage and also guarantee mm. finally equal pay for women's work i also want to see more companies do profit sharing if you help create the profits, you should be able to share in them, not just no. the executives. This, this is Noodle reason Boy. reason
2: why I didn't watch this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't gouge your eyes out.
1: Uh,
0: it hurts. Ellen, it hurts. And I want us to do more to support people who are struggling to balance family and work. I've heard from so many of you
2: oh, I
1: bet about you the have. difficult
0: choices yes. you face and the stresses that you're under so let's have paid family leave how who's gonna pay for it let's be sure we have affordable earn six days
1: she's i I was walking down the street down minneapolis (laughs) the other day and i saw what i thought was a homeless person uh standing in this alley and i went to give him a dollar and it turned out it was hillary clinton she was there canvassing trying to understand (laughs) how i felt she talked to me i talked to her i felt like uh, I was talking to my mother or maybe my saintly grandmother um, <clears throat> and the nice wound. Uh,
0: this makes me... S-
1: uh, okay, keep going. I'm sorry.
0: Child care and debt-free college. How are we going to do... What? What is debt-free what? college? <laughs>
1: How? Let's just throw that out there. Everybody gets yeah. puppies and butterflies but I, and well, I, no but cancer.
2: Debt-free college. But then she goes on to say, and we need to help people be able to pay off their debt from college. What?
0: do it We're going to do it by having the wealthy pay their fair share no, and close the corporate loopholes. That's Finally, such a broad we tonight statement. We are nothing. on the stage together, Donald Trump and I. No. Uh, Donald, uh, uh, it's good to be with you. Uh, uh, what an idiot. We're going to have a debate where listen, we are talking now. about the important issues facing our. So,
2: this is her opening statement. This is the answer to the first question.
0: And now she, like, awkwardly,
2: hi, oh, Donald
0: our country you have to judge us who can shoulder the immense awesome responsibilities of the presidency who can put into action the plans that will make your life better I hope that I will be able to earn your vote on November 8th
8: Secretary Clinton thank you mr. Trump the same question to you it's about putting money more money into the pockets of American workers you have up to two minutes
10: thank you Lester
2: wait a second up he just said you have up to two minutes no they all each get two minutes he just shorted him. That's a microaggression. He micro-shorted Trump.
10: Uh, our jobs are <laughs> fleeing the country. I bet he'll
1: get a presidential they're going to Mexico. medal.
10: They're going to many other countries. <laughs> of honor. You look at what China is doing to our country in terms of making our product. They're devaluing their currency and there's nobody in our government to fight them. And we have a very good fight and we have a winning fight because they're using our country as a piggy bank to rebuild China. And many other countries are doing the same thing. So we're losing our good jobs, so many of them. When you look at what's happening in Mexico, a friend of mine who builds plants said it's the eighth wonder of the world. They're building some of the biggest plants anywhere in the world, some of the most sophisticated, some of the best plants. With the United States, as he said, not so much. So Ford is leaving. You see that, their small car division, leaving. Thousands of jobs, leaving Michigan, leaving Ohio they're all leaving and we can't allow it to happen anymore as far as child care is concerned and so many other things i think hillary and i agree on that uh, we probably disagree a little bit as to uh, numbers and amounts and what we're going to do but perhaps we'll be talking about that later but we have to stop our jobs from being stolen from us we have to stop our companies from leaving the united states and with it firing all of their people. All you have to do is Coke? take a look at carrier air conditioning. In, <laughs> I wrote in down Indianapolis, blow. So. They left fired 1,400 people. They're going to Mexico. So many hundreds and hundreds of companies are doing this. We cannot <laughs> let it happen. Under my plan, I'll be reducing taxes tremendously. tremendously. From 35% to 15% for companies, okay, small and big businesses. That's going to be a job creator like we haven't seen since Ronald Reagan it's going to be a beautiful thing to watch companies will come they will build they will expand new companies will start and i look very very much forward to doing it we have to renegotiate our trade deals and we have to stop these countries from stealing our companies and our jobs secretary clinton would you like to respond
0: well i think that trade is an important issue of course we are five percent of the world's population we have to trade with the other 95 percent. And we need to have smart, fair trade deals. We also, though, need to have a tax system that rewards work and not just financial transactions. And the kind of plan that Donald has put forth would be trickle-down economics all or, over again. Or, or, in fact, I it like would be call it the most extreme version, the biggest likes tax cuts for uh, the top percent of the people in this country than we've ever had. I call it uh, trumped I, I, up trickle-down, because that's exactly so what funny. it would be. That is not how we grow the economy. We just have a different view about what's best for growing the economy, how we make investments that will actually produce jobs and rising incomes. I think we come at it from somewhat different perspectives. Uh, I understand that. You know, Donald uh, was very fortunate in his life, and that's all to his benefit. Uh, He started his business with $14 million, borrowed from his father, and he really believes that the more you help wealthy people, the better off we'll be, and that everything will work out from there. I don't buy that. I have a different experience. My father was a small businessman. He worked really I'm just hard. I'm glad he, he did for fabrics Trump. On long tables he- where he pulled out those. <laughs> fabrics and she, he went down you know silk i can and see dumped the paint ink in and underneath took the squeegee her and kept going as we speak. And so what I believe <laughs> Perman- is the more we can do stained. for the middle class, She's a the more <laughs> we can invest in you, your no, education, sincere. your skills, your future, she the better me. we will be off and the better we'll grow. That's the kind of economy I want us to see again. When I'm
8: sure. But Mr. Trump, if I can, you've talked about creating 25 million jobs and you've promised to bring, bring back millions of... Uh-
1: Okay.
2: Is that normal? Um.
1: Her opening statement.
2: Mm-hmm. Answer to the question: Why would your job? How come you would do better on the economy?
1: Yeah. He answered.
2: He got the same question. And then she got to rebut it. Yeah. But he didn't. Right. Is that why? No. He he now is, well. Trump, you said you were going to create twenty-five million jobs. Blah 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 blah.
1: Yeah, but he's supposed to
2: rebut her, not him. No.
8: Uh, Lester's the
2: fact checker. So
1: this is... How are
8: we going to bring back the industries that have left this country for cheaper labor overseas? How specifically are you going to tell American manufacturers that you have to come back?
10: Well, for one thing, uh, and before we start on that, my father, uh, gave me a very small loan in 1975 and I've I built heard it into a company that's worth many many billions like 5 dollars, minutes with some in. Of the greatest mm-hmm. assets and then in the it was like and I say that only because that's your the ears bleeding? that our country yeah I just mm-hmm. mm-hmm. couldn't handle it anymore in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyways you don't know what we're doing when it comes to devaluations uh, and all of these countries of the world especially uh, Clinton China, is going to give
2: you a best, really neat place to go look at
10: what they're doing to us is a very very sad thing so we have to do that we have to renegotiate our trade deals unless you're, they're taking our jobs they're giving incentives they're doing things that frankly we don't do uh, let me give you the example of mexico they have a vat tax we're in a different system when we sell into mexico there's a tax when they sell in automatic 16 percent approximately when they sell into us there's no tax. It's a defective agreement. It's been defective for if a long time. If that's true, that's crap. That's a garbage system. If that's right, well, uh, value-added so tax. Yes. Yeah. Is that okay? Good. They yeah. have yeah. with with that. <laughs> it's very important to me. But in all <laughs> that was hilarious. To Clinton you hear that? Is a very very sad thing our so response to we have to do that we have to renegotiate our trade deals unless you're, they're taking our jobs they're giving incentives they're doing things that frankly we don't do uh, let me give you the example of mexico they have a vat tax we're in a different system when we sell into mexico there's a tax when they sell in automatic 16% approximately when they sell into us there's no tax it's a defective agreement it's been defective for a long time many years but the politicians haven't done anything about a de facto it. Now, in all is to uh, secretary clinton yes said okay good i want you to be very happy it's very important to me but in all fairness <laughs> to secretary clinton when she started talking about this it was really very recently she's been doing this for 30 years and why hasn't she made the agreements better? The NAFTA agreement is defective, just because of the tax and many other reasons, but just because of the fact Let me interrupt just a moment, but- Secretary Clinton and others, politicians, should have been doing this for years. Not right now, because of the fact that we've created a movement. They should have been doing this for years. What's happened to our jobs and our country and our economy generally is, look, we owe $20 trillion. We cannot do it any longer, Lester. Back to
8: the question, though, how do you bring back, specifically bring back jobs? American manufacturers, how do you make them bring the jobs back? Well,
10: the first thing you do is don't let the jobs leave. The companies are leaving. I could name, I mean, there are thousands of them. They're leaving, and they're leaving in bigger numbers than ever. And what you do is you say, fine, you want to go to Mexico or some other country, good luck. We wish you a lot of luck. But if you think you're going to make your air conditioners or your cars or your cookies or whatever you make, and bring them into our country without a tax, you're wrong. And once you say you're going to have to tax them coming in, and our politicians never do this, because they have special interests, and the special interests want those companies to leave, because in many cases they own the companies. So what I'm saying is we can stop them from leaving. We have to stop them from leaving, and that's a big, big factor. Let me let Secretary Clinton get there. Well, let's stop
0: for a second and remember where we were eight years ago we had yeah. the worst financial obama crisis, called the you horrible worst since okay. the 1930s that was in large part because i trying to policies get to a point here slash taxes on the wealthy failed to invest in the middle class took their eyes off of wall street and created but down the a knife perfect storm and it's fact, less painful donald was one of the people who rooted for the housing crisis
10: he it's said back in
0: 2006 Gee, I, I hope it does collapse because then I can go in and buy some and make some money. Well, it did collapse.
10: That's called nine, business, by the nine way. Million <laughs> people, nine
0: million people lost their jobs. Five million people lost their homes. And $13 trillion in family wealth was wiped out. Now, we have come back from that abyss, Wait a and it has second.
2: Not- she just complained because $13 billion or whatever of family wealth was wiped out. Yeah. This is the same lady that wants to jack up the estate tax by sixty to sixty five percent. Which which is you are if you happen to save yep. money, family wealth to pass on, eh, it goes to the government. Yes. Which yes. I think is an absolute crime. Yes. That's double taxation. Really, yes. Which should be illegal. But politicians are corrupt.
1: They're looking for. I, I'm surprised they haven't done a value added tax in America. I no, I
2: don't want that though. But, but see, I'm surprised they haven't done it yet. Yeah. Which well, is you tax every
1: part of the production.
2: Right. Yeah. So it. Well, like if you buy a car in Europe, there's a VAT that's outrageous. Yeah. So in anything, you you buy a cell phone, you buy a TV, you, there's a twenty percent VAT, I think. Yeah. Fifteen or twenty, it's ridiculous on top of everything else. Well, that's because. If you're
1: making a car, you buy the 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 steel, so you're taxed a certain part on the steel, and then when you create the door and you sell the door to somebody else, you're taxed on the door, and then when the door goes onto the car or another part goes onto it and you sell it to somebody else, you're taxed on that, and it just continually. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> but that is a sneaky way of getting more taxes.
2: Right. I'm surprised they haven't done it. I'm not for it. But but to add a tariff, essentially, on imports from, from countries that do the same to our exports, wouldn't that just be fair? Or does that just hurt the consumer?
1: Well, the, um, there are a lot of people that will say that increasing tariffs across the board was one of the causes of the great worldwide depression in the 30s and because it stopped trade across borders and there's supposedly oh, there's a saying and I'm not an expert enough to know if this is true but when <clears throat> goods stop crossing borders armies cross borders cross borders or will cross borders mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> the the principle is when there's a fair back and forth and very little tariffs, it's things are more peaceful and there's more coexistence. Um, so, but, so but, it but seems like. But does it work
2: if the if there's a tariff one way, not the other?
1: Well, no. Does it need to be? Um, yeah, I mean, something needs to be done. Like equal? Yeah, I mean, you level? need to re- renegotiate right things
2: because I mean, if we're yeah. shipping goods to Mexico and Trump's right that then there's a fifteen or whatever percent tax yeah. on top of that that goes that our essentially our companies are having to pay that to sell their wares there no but yet their wares coming this way don't have any additional tax that our government can get which i mean i'm the last person that wants more money into government Mm -hmm. because i think they're um terrible yeah at money yeah terrible uh, the the real thing uh, that I wanted to get to, and I don't know when she gets there, um, she star- pimped her website pretty bad and pretty hard. She was pushing her website uh, because she has a plan that's in her book that you can go buy. So in order to get her plan, you have to go buy her book that her and Tim Kane, the eyebrow wrote <laughs> called Stronger Together, yeah. which... And I suppose ever since Amazon, this,
1: maybe even tens to hundreds of people bought the book.
2: Tens is probably closer. Yeah. <laughs> um, th- there's been some talk about that because how the, many the reviews? How many stars? Well, <laughs>
1: oh, I suppose if you put a negative on your
2: ban from for life from Amazon, <clears throat> they're like th- the Nazi. The reviews. Soup Nazi. I mean, the paperback is n- the ten dollars. Amazon Prime. You can have it here on Saturday for nine fifty nine. Uh, it has one and a half stars <laughs> of review. Um there was some reporting that Amazon had to clean up the reviews to <laughs> censor them because they were so bad and the book was just garbage. Well you know she didn't write it.
1: Um I mean her handlers I mean it was straight from the Illuminati's lips to her handlers ears. Mouths Yeah <laughs> and then to the pen. Uh <clears throat> does uh, does anybody does anybody legitimately
2: think that she wrote that? This is a blueprint for America's future. Hillary Clinton, Tim Kaine, stronger together. Let's look. Oh, no way. The look inside is currently unavailable. Don't promise me this, Amazon. Don't promise me this and then take it away from me. How rude. So I can't look inside the book, even though it says I can. Let's go back and look. $5 on Kindle. Let's look at the reviews. Okay. Um. Review number one, one star. Huh. Really? Um, <laughs> uh, the headline: It came with a certificate good for one free ambassadorship, and a guaranteed seat. And a guaranteed seat on. I ordered this book from the Clinton Foundation for 2.5 million U.S. dollars. It came with a certificate good for one free ambassadorship and a guaranteed seat. On the State Department Advisory Board. I only give it one star because when I received the book, I found all the pages had been deleted. Oh,
7: okay. Oh, oh. That's snap. A
2: special. So, that is a, a review, a glowing review. Um, one star. I do not recommend this book. Uh, one star. Liar E. Uh, sad. Tim Kaine was selected as Cricket Hillary's VP on J- July 22. The book was released on September 06. Now, this will be interesting. This is a one-star review. It's amazing they were able to find a ghostwriter to put this together so quickly. It's obvious that this material is a copy-paste of their talking points, platforms, papers, etc. This is There's not a single original thought in this entire book, but it does make great toilet paper. You can also use it to cure insomnia, use as firewood, or help level out a crooked table with her crooked book. Thank you, Crooked Hillary, for this... desperately plugging this terrible book during the debate, I can't think of anything less significant. So let's go back to Hillary. It's not
0: been easy. So we're now on the precipice of having a potentially much better economy, but the last thing we need to do is to go back to the policies that failed us in the first place. Independent experts have looked at what I've proposed and looked at what Donald's proposed, and basically they've said this. That if his tax plan, which would blow up the debt by over $5 trillion blow it up. Blow it up. and would, in some instances, disadvantage middle class families compared to the wealthy, were to go into effect, we would lose 3.5 million jobs and maybe have another recession. They've looked at my plans and they've said, okay, if we can do this and I intend to get it done, we will have 10 million more new jobs. <laughs> Because we will be making investments where we can grow the economy. Take clean energy. Some yeah, that country is going to Solyndra. be the clean energy superpower yeah. of the 21st century. Yeah, it's called Holland. Donald thinks that climate change is a hoax perpetrated by the Chinese. I think it's real. Uh, I, did I, think not, I did not. I think science
10: I do not say that. And
0: I think it's I do important not that. that we grip this and, science and deal is not with in. it both at home and abroad. And here's what we can do. We can deploy a half a billion more solar panels. We can have enough clean energy to power every home. We can build a new modern electric grid. That's a lot of jobs. That's a lot of new economic activity. So I've tried to be very specific about what we can and should do, and I am determined that we're going to get the economy really moving again. Building on the progress we've made over the last eight years, but never going back never. to what got us in trouble oh, in the first no place. Trump.
10: She talks about solar panels. Uh, we invested in a solar company, our Solindra. country, that was a disaster. They uh-huh. lost plenty of money on that one. Now look, I'm a great believer in all forms of energy, but we're putting a lot of people out of work. Our energy policies are a disaster. Our country is losing so much in terms of energy, in terms of paying off our debt. You can't do what you're looking to do with 20 trillion. One in debt. critique:
1: the about about Trump. <clears throat> when you say that something is all, uh, when you describe something as awesome, then it the word loses its meaning. Mm-hmm. You can't go up from awesome, really.
2: Or down from disaster. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: So, I I wonder if he prepared much.
2: Okay, no, no, I I don't think so. Okay, here's here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say about that. Let me say this about that. Ooh, performative. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I had the audacity, privilege. Oh. A week or so ago, to go inside a coal-fired power plant oh. and look at it. Into the belly and, of the beast. Belly of the beast. That is an insane machine. And I talked to the the manager that runs this this facility. This, I mean, it's a. Uh-huh. They just spent half a billion dollars adding on a air cleaning system. That is was the first of its kind in in I think North America. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, I'm thankful because I used to, you know, sneeze all the time and have to use a chisel to get all the carbon out of my nose. <clears throat> and now you. finally <laughs> I can buy a dog that won't yeah. die in a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways.
2: So what I sitting in this um the plant manager's office, I said what is does wind have an option does wind have does wind have um can it ever replace and one of the things that was intriguing this this facility is huge it's big it's big (laughs) (laughs) i I mean i mean really big yeah it's big (laughs) um it this entire structure is massive and it is all to drive one turbine and this turbine is, I don't know, forty feet long, um, and that spins. So it's a, you know, coal burn, burns, coal coal burns gets hot, creates steam, steam powers the drive thingy, uh, and that spins. This I think turbine. that's the name of it. Yeah, yep. the spin <laughs> thing, and it spins and it creates um, a lot of a lot of it, uh, electricity, and then that goes out on the grid. And the grid is the market, so they just supply. And when they supply, uh, it's kind of cool because the the control panel where they jump on the grid is nuts. It looks like uh, something from like Make old Star Trek or whatever. It's like yeah. you know, these knobs and these yeah. dials and these pulley handles and, and there's this big lever that when it gets to the middle and it's on the right sine wave, then you jump on the track and you drop it in there. So it's kind of cool. I asked about solar or not solar, wind. That facility, I mean, the the there, I think there are six burners in it. They burn at 3,000-some degrees, mm-hmm. uh, and so it, it all computer-controlled to drop the correct amount of coal in there to keep it going right, It's blowing it in, certain speeds to make everything go and continue on uh, and keep that there. Now, in the event that they don't have coal for a little bit, that thing is still moving. It's winding down. It's doing its thing. It doesn't just stop. Wind, when there's no wind, that stops. Yes. There's no residual. There's no. Um. There's no cushion. There's no ramp up, ramp down. It's on or off. Yes. There's no storage capacity for wind. It, yeah. And that's the biggest that's thing. That's the issue, right? Yeah. That's the issue. There's no no way you can't to keep store that. electricity. At yeah. least our technology can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, because of that issue, there's really not a viable way to make that replace what we have. So it's kind exactly. of interesting to see that kind of operation, um, which it's it's fascinating. And they had a group of South Africans last week touring it to see to check it out because it's kind of state. They want to buy it. Oh no, they want to see the technology to go back because apparently they're building um, a few kilowatts worth of power plants in South Africa.
1: Oh, see when the. Uh, when you started, when you said that, I immediately thought of a lethal weapon, too, with <laughs> a bad South African, and that was back when apartheid was the biggest thing, nice. so the bad guys were,
2: anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure.
10: I want to get to this the point. Obama administration, from the time they've come in, is over 230 years worth of debt, and he's topped it. He's doubled it in a course of almost eight years seven and a half years to be semi-exact so i will tell you this uh, we have to do a much better job at keeping our jobs and we have to do a much better job at giving companies incentive to build new companies or to expand because they're not doing it and all you have to do is look at michigan and look at ohio and look at all of these places where so many of their of their jobs and their companies are just leaving; they're gone. And Hillary, I just ask you this: You've been doing this for 30 years. Why are you just thinking about these solutions right now? For 30 years, you've been doing it, and now you're just starting to think of solutions. Well, actually, I will bring—excuse me—I will bring <laughs> back jobs. You can't bring back jobs. Well,
0: actually, um, actually I have thought better. about this a bit. Here we go. Bit, Here it is. For 30 and years. Here's I the plug. Have, uh, well, not quite that long. Uh, I think my husband did a pretty good job in the 1990s. I think a lot about what worked and how we can make it work again. Well, he approved $3 million NAFTA. new jobs, he approved a NAFTA, balanced budget, which is the
10: single worst trade incomes, deal ever approved
0: in this country. Incomes went up for everybody. <laughs> Manufacturing mm-hmm. jobs went up also in the 1990s, oh, if we're me, me, me. actually going to look at the facts. Oh, shut up. When I was in the Senate, I had a number of trade deals that came before me, and I held them all to the same test. Will they create jobs in america well, they will they have my raise pocket incomes in america and are they good for <laughs> our national security oh. some of them i voted for the biggest one a multinational the quasi as Catholic, husband's I voted foundation against. and because <laughs> i hold the same standards as i look at all of these trade deals but let's not assume that trade is the only challenge we have in the economy i think it is a part of it and i've said what i'm going to do i'm going to have a special prosecutor we're going to enforce oh, the trade work. deals we have, and we're going to hold people accountable. When so I heard
2: someone say that she shouldn't have t- said anything about a special prosecutor because <laughs> she doesn't like them.
0: Yes. Benghazi, anyone? I was yes. Secretary of State. We actually increased America.
2: If she had been Republican Secretary of State and done all the crap she did, Lester would be jumping down her throat. Of course. About, oh, what about this? What about that? What about this?
0: can exports globally 30%. We increase them to China 50%. So I know how to really work to get new jobs and to get exports that help to create
10: more. New jobs. Well, you haven't done it in 30 years or 26 years. Well, any I, I've you want been
0: a senator. You Donald, haven't done it. You and haven't done I have it. And been a secretary me, of state. And I have. Your done husband
10: signed a lot. NAFTA, which was one of the worst things that ever happened well, to that's the manufacturing your opinion. industry. That is your you opinion. You go to New England, you oh. go to Ohio, Pennsylvania. That's your opinion. You go anywhere that's your opinion. you want, Secretary Clinton. That's your and opinion, you will Donald. devastation where manufacturers down 30, 40, sometimes 50 percent. Donald, that's NAFTA your opinion. Is the worst. Trade deal, maybe ever signed anywhere, but certainly ever signed in this country. And now you want to approve Trans-Pacific Partnership? Woo! You were totally in favor of it. Then you heard what I was saying, how bad it is, and you said, "I can't win that debate." But you know that if you <laughs> did win, you would approve that, and that will be almost as bad as NAFTA. Nothing will ever well, top NAFTA. That—that that is just not accurate. And if you want I, uh, to know, go to
0: my website. I <laughs> was against it once it was finally negotiated and the terms were laid out. I wrote about that in... No, you called it the gold I standard. About, well, I hope You
10: called I, it the gold standard of trade deals. You, you said it's the finest deal you've ever seen. No. And then you heard what I said about it and right. all of a sudden you were against it.
0: Well, Donald, I know you live in your own reality, but oh, yeah. that is not... The facts. The facts are. I did say I hoped it would. Can you be imagine a good if deal, he said that to when a it was negotiated, which I was not responsible for? I concluded it wasn't. I wrote about that. So is it President Obama's fault? Is it President Obama? Obama's you fault? Even announced. Look, there Secretary, are. Secretary, is it President there, Obama's fault? There are
10: because he's pushing
0: it. There are different views about what's good for our country, our economy, and our leadership in the world and i think it's important to look at what we need to do to get the economy going again that's why i said new jobs with rising incomes investments not in more tax cuts that would add five trillion dollars to the debt but you have but no plan educate oh i do secretary here we go here it is a book about it it's called mm-hmm. stronger together so you, you can think, pick it up that's tomorrow about all folks, at gonna... the bookstore or at an airport oh, please, near you please we're hurry have, uh, pick it up it's because i see Quick, this we need to have strong growth fair growth sustained growth we also have to look at how we help families balance the responsibilities at home and the responsibilities at business so we have a very
2: why is that government's job to help families balance home and and work that's got nothing to do with government no nothing
1: no she's just throwing something out she's just trying yeah she's just trying to uh Make it sound like she knows what's yeah. going on or that she has a, a, a clue.
0: very robust set of plans. And people who have looked at both of our plans have concluded that mine would create 10 million jobs and yours would lose us 3.5 million jobs and explode You are the going
10: debt, to approve one of the biggest tax have cuts have in history. You are going to approve one of the biggest tax increases in history. You are going to drive business out. (laughs) Your regulations are a disaster, and you're going to increase regulations all over the place. And by the way, my tax cut is the biggest since Ronald Reagan. I'm very proud of it. It will create tremendous numbers of new jobs. But regulations, you are going to regulate these businesses out of existence. When I go around, Lester, I tell you this, I've been all over, and when I go around, despite the tax cut, the, thing, the things that business and people like the most is the fact that I'm cutting regulation. You have regulations on top of regulations, and new companies cannot form, and old companies are going out of business, and you want to increase the regulations and make them even worse. I'm going to cut regulations, but I'm going to cut taxes, big league, and big you're going to raise taxes, big league. Big End league. of story. Big Let me league. get you to
8: pause right there, because we're going to yes, move well, into the, we're going to yeah, move into the next section that, okay, that, that, can't, that can't that be can't left, left in you know, I, I, go I
0: kind on. of assumed that there would be a lot of these Buckle charges and claims. Go to and my so website. We have taken it is. Uh, the homepage of my website, HillaryClinton.com, and we've turned it into Pimping a fact checker. Fact So fact-checker. if you want to see in real time uh, real time fact checking, please go uh-huh. and take a look. Because I want real facts from you.
10: Not
0: add a penny to the day. So let's... It
2: frustrated the heck out of me that she, she went there. Because all that said is my people are pushing our propaganda. Go check it out on my website on my front, the front page of my website. Which means she is an idiot. Do you but have yes. to say the front page of my website? Go to the front page of my website. That's like saying go to the front door of my house. Yes. Go check out. Look at the yes. front door of my house. Yes. What an, do? Go to the website. Fine. Go to the front page of my website and we've turned the front page of my website into a fact checker. We are fact checking on the fly. We are on the fly fact checkers.
1: So you're saying uh, she's not as technically uh, (laughs) advanced as... (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. She's not as
4: qualified
1: as... um... I don't think any of them are. Now all of the the heads of all the media companies go to Bilderberger's go to Bohemian Grove, go to members of the Council on Foreign Relations. I mean, all of them. Mm-hmm. Drinking clubs. Drinking clubs, all the mm-hmm. rest of them. <clears throat> um, Lister Holt works for them. Mm-hmm. They've already said that they hate Trump. They don't, they're they not going to vote for Trump. Bush, H.W. isn't going to vote for him.
2: Oh, n- none of the former presidents living are going to vote for
1: Trump. Yep. Good. Again, it just goes, it it goes, but when I hear this stuff, I think the average person, all they'd have to do is just open their eyes a little bit, look around and go, there's no possible way that Trump could get an even shake here. Mm-hmm. There's no possible way. I mean, I think that even some of the sniffle stuff, I wonder how much is uh, the same thing that happened with Richard Nixon back in 1960. Mm-hmm where they accentuated his sweating at the first televised debate, mm-hmm. and it made him look nervous and like he wasn't telling the truth. And he was like, um, he had a good shot of <laughs> defeating uh, JFK, and that's yeah. the thing that lost the election for him. I wonder <clears throat> how much they're, they're actually doing that.
2: A guy on... A grew a a closed group uh, on the face bag that I'm a part of rewatched the debate. This was two days ago, three days ago. Okay. Rewatched all the way through. Uh, And he devised some facts, discerned some things, I guess Uh, questions that were directed at the candidates that only pertain to them. Trump had six sent his way regarding birther claims quotes. He said about Hillary's look and tax returns, none of which are pertinent to the discussion, really. Hillary had zero. Nothing about Benghazi, email scandal, and the FBI, or the DNC rigging. Nothing. Number of times the candidates were interrupted before using their full allotted response time. Trump, nine. Clinton, zero. Holt prematurely interrupted Trump before he had his full allotment of time to answer the question given. Number of times the candidate should have been interrupted after going over their allotted time. Trump, six. Clinton, nine. Clinton was clearly given more time to talk if you go by the stats. Also, the longest answer of the night belonged to Clinton, clocking in at three minutes and three seconds before being stopped. (laughs) Finally, I kept track of the number of times the crowd was, quote, allowed to make noise for either candidate. Trump stirred the crowd positively five times. The first four times the crowd reacted positively to Trump. On the fourth occurrence, Lester Holt admonished them to stay quiet. Trump had one more positive response from the crowd after that. However, after Holt had told the crowd to keep it down, Hillary got five positive responses in a row without any further repercussion from the moderator. Oh, Interesting to see, but after reviewing the facts, it's hard not to see that the debate was anything less than unbiased. NBC and Lester Holt should be ashamed. What a joke. Well, he'll probably get a good bonus this year. <laughs> Christmas bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you followed uh, our, our good friend Jay that joins us on the show uh, periodically. Yes. Got yep. into a little uh, back and forth on the face bag. A spat. A spat, perhaps. Uh, that intrigued me a bit. Uh, a, friend, a, a mutual friend posted, uh, Just a thought I had this morning, since everyone is all worked up about Trump not paying his, quote, fair share of taxes. Uh, although, I don't know, a business owner or farmer that would request paying as much as they can. Um, does anyone realize that the point of many nonprofits for the from the ultra-rich, such as the Clinton Foundation, uh, is a way to funnel money tax-free? Just a thought. Okay, so that went there. Uh, then some people said good thinking. Uh, the rich get richer because they know how to manipulate the system. Being mad at them for outsmarting the system is silly. Being upset that there are ways to manipulate the system is very valid. Uh, then someone, uh, a lady, <coughs> posted uh, a clip from money.cnn.com, a, uh, a thing that said, Hillary Clinton's 2015 tax return shows $10.6 million in income, 31% tax rate. And then the same person said, here's the difference. It's a matter of viewing this as in we are all in it together. That means paying taxes, one candidate has done that, the other has not, or at least refuses to show proof that they have. Paying zero doesn't make Trump smart. It makes him a burden on us while he gets rich. I don't think, I don't know how anyone could rationalize someone claiming they are worth $10 billion and not expecting them to help pay for the country that hellos him become so wealthy. And someone commented after that, uh, do you know how much richer the Wilf family became because the state of Minnesota, the people of Minnesota built them a stadium? Uh, that'd be the Vikings. Uh, the people in Minnesota didn't become richer. The Wilfs did. Kind of the same. And then like, directed back at the lady. The lady says, and that's wrong. And that's wrong. <laughs> Stomping feet. Huh. Someone else said, uh, what's more of a drain on the system? A wealthy man who creates jobs and puts money in other people's pockets in other ways, who doesn't pay anything in taxes because he follows the laws that are, are there, or a single mother with four children from four different fathers who, quote, gets back 10 grand at tax time, even though she only uh, paid in 1,000. You and I end up funding the poor life, the poor life choices of this woman and the other 49% of Americans who take more of them from the system uh, than they give. And that same lady, who I'm, I'm referencing the same lady, um, because uh, then Jay is going to respond to her in a minute. Yep. Uh, a thief is still a thief, even if he shares the bread. And what about the thousands who he refused to pay? Eden. What? Oh, sorry. Even though. Sorry, typo. Even though uh, their work, misspelling, um, was good enough that he didn't have our redone or replaced. Okay. Um, Then that person says, show me a powerful man who hasn't made a few enemies along the way, and I'll show you a man who's never stood up for anything in his life. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Then said, 94% of the businesses he has started uh bought or had control of have been successful and another 94 percent of the students who attended his university rated it as a positive experience tens of thousands of jobs now exist because this man as does the hundreds of millions in wages his companies pay out oh, because this man exists um if that's not doing one's fair share i hate to know what is and then the same lady says assuming those stats are correct and i'm very skeptical that they are his reward for his service he's providing is his $10 billion. In turn, the cost, in quotes, of his ability to do this in our country is paying taxes. If he doesn't like that, he can leave the country. Then our good friend Jay jumps in the conversation and says, comparing their net worth and tax rates is like comparing apples and oranges. Hillary Clinton paid a high tax rate because her net worth is a cash-based net worth. Although her money is tied up in money markets, trust funds, and investments, it is still, quote, cash-based. She did not report owning any real estate or having any significant debt. Reporting $10.6 million in income with no discernible write-offs is why she has a large tax rate. Donald Trump, on the other hand, has listed write-offs in several forms, therefore reducing his taxable income. That isn't manipulation or exploitation. It is how the IRS tax system works. He is essentially filing his taxes the exact same way a homeowner can can, by writing off any investment losses, real estate taxes, mortgage interest, student loan interest, etc. Someone making $80,000 per year and paying a mortgage on a $200,000 house uses write-offs to reduce their taxable income. Finally, Consider the fact that Hillary does not claim to own any businesses with employees, therefore she is paying her, quote, fair share in the form of income taxes. On the contrary, Donald Trump employs 20,000 plus employees and contributes to the economy by investing in 20,000 people, providing them an income in which which to spend their money in the local economy, and by 20,000 people paying income taxes, sales tax, property taxes, etc. Both candidates contribute their, quote, fair share, one just writes a check to the government, and the other invests in twenty thousand different people. I thought that it's a rather succinct answer. Yeah. Um, and someone commented to that comment, which is funny. Uh, yes, but if you can, if you contribute to the Clinton Foundation, not only can you write it off, you can get special considerations or a swanky to a swanky government job. Oh. <laughs> so then, this same lady comes back. I will call her Mary, not her name, but Mary. Paying taxes is a matter of patriotism. And before you say you we are overtaxed, we aren't. Taxes are much higher historically, were much higher historically, with the top bracket being over 70% until Reagan lowered them. Mary then continues, if you don't want to, pay t- if you don't want to T-O-O, pay taxes, then you can leave because this country provided you the economic freedom to earn that money. And our good friend Jay jumps back in. Um, Mary, it feels as though you are misunderstanding my point, or perhaps I am misunderstanding yours, which I am fully open to listening to a different explanation. I would argue that paying taxes is not what is patriotic, but contributing back to society is patriotic. A charity does not pay taxes, such as disabled American veterans. However, I would consider them incredibly patriotic. They, have, they just happen to use the legal tax code provided by the IRS to not pay taxes because of their business status. They are required to not make a profit and to reinvest in their uh, charity. Likewise, when I was active duty military and deployed during Operation Desert Storm, I did not pay income taxes because the IRS excluded deployed service members' income. I believe that is still the case. I highly doubt you would have called me unpatriotic because I didn't pay income taxes during my deployment. Any veteran collecting a VA disability check does not pay income taxes on that disability check. If a veteran is disabled enough to live solely off of that VA disability check, I certainly wouldn't consider them unpatriotic because they do not pay income taxes. Both candidates are contributing to society just in two different ways. Mr. Trump is providing jobs and above poverty level income for over 20,000 employees. He also owns businesses and real estate, both of which must pay taxes. I am only guessing because... I haven't seen any numbers, but I would guess his companies pay business income tax, employer tax, real estate tax, capital gains tax, property taxes, mortgage interest, etc., all of which are dollars going back into the tax system at some level. In addition, he contributes through his companies to the salaries of 20,000 employees, all of which are also paying income tax on their taxable income, all of which purchase houses, pay rent by cars, groceries, insurance, cable, blah, blah, blah. That's... In the simplest explanation is how Mr. Trump is contributing. Mrs. Clinton pays income tax. She does not list any real estate business ownership, debts, write-offs, etc. Her contribution to society is her income tax check. There is nothing inherently wrong with either respective approach, but it is important to recognize that both individuals are operating squarely within the confines of the legal tax code. And then he makes the point that he doesn't like either of the candidates and that he was just stating some facts. Mary comes back. Um, Uh-oh. But Jay, that's the point. He isn't those other things. He's a businessman. That's why we have to see his taxes. Jay says, you're really confusing me now. He isn't what other th- what other things. If you're referring to military veteran or a charity, I agree. But you have again missed the whole point. Which is that I disagree with your statement that paying taxes is patriotic. Mary, never mind that he stated right away that he'd release them. Now he's created excuse after excuse that don't in any way prohibit him from releasing his taxes. He's not even president and he is breaking promises add that to the fact that he had he had had four stances on every issue and you have no idea of who he really is or what he stands for and then jay now you're mixing issues i'm not arguing any of those issues i'm simply breaking down one issue based on statements that you made which i believe are inaccurate mary wasn't my intention Just showing that he can't be trusted. Paying taxes is a form of patriotism, as I said in another post. Yes, he provides jobs. Good for him. But his reward for that service is his personal wealth, which he claims is in the billions. Would he have made billions in another country? Perhaps, but I say highly unlikely. So the cost of the economic freedom that allowed him to make those billions in businesses paying taxes during World War II, Trump would be paying a 90% tax rate. Businesses were told to keep what they needed to operate and pay the rest to the government. Why? Because we all are in this together. We sacrifice together. Those who keep afford those who can't afford to pay more should. Patriotism and Jay says, if you can provide some evidence that he is using a different set of tax laws or that he's cheating, then I could agree with you. However, since he is working within the boundaries of the IRS tax code, that then I'm not sure what you expect. Do you believe he should donate money to the IRS? <laughs> and Mary says, for the good of the country, yes, to pay down the debt. No, I am not someone who thinks the rich have enough money to pay for everything. And yes, there are areas we should spend less but to paraphrase trump it would be different if our roads were good and we didn't have any debt then we could have lower taxes but we don't and that's got to change i uh so this is the problem i think people are dumb (laughs) (laughs) i just (coughs) well i think part
1: of it is well to be so blind part part of it is um they're using their intuition on things and their intuition isn't correct like the um the the rich need to pay their fair share mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now you would think if you're looking at um oh i'm trying to come up with an example i'm having a brain fluctuation um but at times <clears throat> um you know, we've been talking about—we were talking about in the church, people giving in the church. Um, rich people in a church giving in a church. If everybody was doing their fair share, in a sense, would give more money in the church. And if some—if a rich person was paying the same thing as a poor person, you would look at it and go, "Hey, something's wrong here." Some, you know, uh, maybe you have issues with greed or whatever. But when you look at the debt of the United States. $20 trillion, like $100 trillion in unfunded liabilities. If you sold off every piece of um, real estate in the United States, you might be able to pay off all unfunded liabilities, but then you'd have nothing. If you take wealthy people and you um, you took all of their money and bankrupt them, uh, you might be able to um uh, uh pay down a little bit of the debt. A oh few, yeah, if you just few, confiscate
2: all the all yeah, the wealth that's there, yeah, few
1: few trillion dollars. But then what happens after that is that now you have no means of of um uh, contributing to revenue to the United States and everybody would go bankrupt can you imagine what would happen if the government came in and confiscated um, Apple took all of their money and they they went down um,
2: well it's nothing though it's 700 let's say it's 700 billion dollars exactly that is nothing
1: yes that's that's uh, that's less than 5% of the of the national debt
2: I mean I, I could take half a percent of that and I'd be okay yes it'd be great yes come on Tim Cook (laughs) <laughs> hook me up half a, per- oh, a quarter percent i don't care 10th i'll take a 10th tenth. A tenth percent yeah I'm, I'm with you i'm not mm-hmm. greedy like you <laughs> <laughs> um percentages come on
1: but that's counterintuitive mm-hmm. when you look at the numbers it's um you realize that saying those things doesn't make any sense um if uh, when you're talking about increasing the tax rate the only reason why she thinks it's a good idea is because she's not a millionaire and not making all that money. It was, I, I saw oh, this. Mary? Yeah, this Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw Will Smith was over in, um, he was being interviewed over in France. And that was right at the time that uh, Holland, wasn't that his name? Hollande. O- Hollande. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Was, Francois. The, was the Prime Minister of France, mm-hmm. and he was suggesting increasing the top tax rate to 70%. Mm-hmm. And so they asked him, um, they asked Will Smith, you know, do you think rich people should pay more? And he was like, yeah, they should pay the fair share. And they said, well, <laughs> they're suggesting 70%, and he went, oh, <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's, yeah. you know, if you, if if I knew... If I was a doctor or if I'm going into medical school mm-hmm. and I realize that I'm going to be working 120 hour weeks f- probably for the next 10 15 20 years and then I can scale back but as a result of it I'm going to be making three four hundred thousand dollars a year and I could potentially retire early I would look at it as a cost benefit I would go you know with prestige prestige and helping people but at the end you know I'm being well paid for it mm-hmm if at the same time I knew that I'm going to make $300,000, $400,000 a year, but effectively I'm only going to be making less than $100,000 a year, why, while I look across the hall of my apartment where I live in because I can't afford a house, and I see someone over there who's on welfare, has eight kids, and sits home all day playing on their iPhone, mm-hmm. what incentive would it be for me to actually go to become a doctor. Yeah. And if I was the smartest person in the world and I was potentially the person that could create um, uh, a cure for cancer, you've immediately uh, destroyed any of that potential. You look at the Soviet Union, and I know we've talked about this before, they had these collectivist farms where everybody was supposed to come and work on the farm and then each person was given like an acre or half an acre of of food, of of land to farm. All of their food came out of those individual half acres. Very little came from the collectivist farm. Why is this? Because liberals don't understand human nature. They They think that they can tax people from a distance, and it's not going to affect me. Same thing with Hillary Clinton. She can come in and she has no qualms about telling other people to do things that she herself would never do. Because it's easy to point to somebody and use the force of the law to force people to do stuff, to buy insurance, to do all these other things, even though I don't have to do it myself. And that is, that's a huge character flaw. Not only are you presumptuous about other people, but you're too much of a coward to be put under the same uh, restrictions that you're putting other people under. And on top of that, you don't know human nature.
2: <clears throat> Makes me sick. Yeah. So how many parties do we have in this country? Political parties. Uh, I don't know. Do, do we 10, just have two? 12, 15? Don't we have two?
1: Are we just a two-party system? Basically, if you were to ask <clears throat> Obama.
9: Because <laughs> if, if you
3: you're... don't vote, that's a vote for Trump. If you vote for a third-party candidate who's got no chance to win, that's a vote for Trump.
2: So the president, the current president of this country, just said, if you don't vote Hillary, you're voting for Trump, (laughs) which is insane, but...
1: Yeah, Jill Stein. The people that are going to vote for Jill Stein, Mm.
2: yeah. Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. Which Who knows? I mean... It's just dumb because it, it totally kills any idea.
4: Ugh.
1: I um, you know th- that first clip that you uh, played about Obama just oh tearing Hillary <laughs> yeah. a new one,
2: and then telling saying she's the most the most qualified, more than me, more than himself, she's the most qualified. How come he didn't say that eight years ago then? Because uh, he was the most qualified then, right? She was horrible, corrupt. She was on the take. Yeah. It's a sham. This whole thing is a sham. Yes, it is. I just love it. So let's That's talk about football true. instead. Yes. Shamu. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All
5: right. see what this says. It's important as this Congress begins to deal with the confusion of the continuing resolution Sheila Jackson that Lee. it be noted uh, that we have not addressed the question of gun violence. Yes. Ending gun violence. Yes. Closing the loophole. Yes. That is so important in a background exactly. check. What loophole that allows there people is none. to get guns because they get it without the background check what? being completed. What? Or in the issue of terrorism? that those who are on the terror watch list have random access to buying guns, simple legislation that could be passed. What? I think it is crucial. What? In America that we do so, because the violence has many roots, housing, health care, poverty, but certainly it has the tool. And that is guns. No. That is automatic weapons. No. Like AK-47s what? and others. Not an automatic weapon. America has a right to the Not Second an Amendment, automatic but the people weapon. of America have a right to safety and the prevention of gun violence in their community. She so, just,
1: she just used a comma, but.
2: <laughs> oh, that's horrible and these are the elected representatives uh, we are doomed i'm go- i'm going to uh redefine a
1: co- or uh, reiterate a comment ah, but let's have it um she made some comment but. about the second amendment we all have the right of the second amendment but, but <laughs> comma
2: but. but everyone else has the
1: right for safety yep mm-hmm. so you have a right and then after the butt, you take away the, the first right. Yes,
2: yes. Mm-hmm. You have a right, not really. Um, One of the things that I wrote down in my notes that I was taking during this debate, and I we're jumping around. You're a brave man. I know. Um, uh, I, I hated the fact that Donald Trump, or my son calls him Donald Dump. um, <laughs> Is that? Agreed. Deliberate? Yeah. Okay. Agreed with Hillary. On, if you are on the no-fly list, you should not be able to buy a gun. Oh my! Oh, which um, and I'm not surprised because it's oh yeah, that's a good good idea. It's stupid, stupid. Yeah, it is. There is no such. There's
1: no due process. No,
2: no. Flying is not a constitutionally protected right. Yes. There's no. I have no right to be able to go get on an airplane and fly. None. Now, I there's a, a right to free. Passage and travel, whatever. But that has, I mean, aircraft. That's a private, (laughs) private
1: thing. Yes, it's like any business can deny. well, no. Wait a
2: second. No, you can't. So, Walmart can't even make or won't. They refuse to make a um a pro police officer cake, just recently. Yes, I saw that. That's special. I'm
1: I'm shocked. Shocked. (laughs) Shocked. Shocked.
2: I cannot believe it. Uh, oh, oh, the other thing that I wrote down that Hillary had to say. What? She was whining and crying at Mr. Trump. Although she never called him that. She always called him Donald, which I think is funny. Well, they were
1: quasi-friends for a while, know, weren't they? I don't
2: know. Back when he, got, he had her to do his bidding. Uh, she. This is what I wrote down. Donald says that he has a secret plan to defeat ISIS. And he won't talk, he won't tell us about it. But well, we need to know, we need to know what his plan is. We need, he needs to reiterate that and talk about it. And then in the next breath, she said, because people around the world are listening to every word and trying to discern and trying to figure out what we're going to do. Yes, they are. All the more reason you shut up and don't say what you're going to do. If ISIS is really a threat, if ISIS is a problem, which I yeah, why again, would you tell question, a what you're? Why in the do. world exactly? Why would you send out that message? Hey, everybody, here's where we're going.
5: I uh, I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, I um the the problem with this uh, another uh, <laughs> another problem uh, with it. Is that you're dealing with a pathological liar, mm-hmm. and then you're dealing with Donald Trump, who's almost like a cartoon character or caricature <laughs> of other people. Yeah. Um. So he has to be smart in business. He has at to, some level. Yes. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Um. His kids don't seem like cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Not like. Um, no. Yeah.
2: No, they actually seem very upstanding at some level.
1: Yeah. And Which I. Is weird. And I. I do think that if you look at the kids and the kids aren't completely insane, the pa- I mean, there is some sense of decency there with the parent, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, however, all that being said, I don't think that um, Donald Trump is... I, I, I could think of tens of thousands of better candidates for president of the United States than Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And I could... I could think of...
2: About hundreds of thousands other than Hillary.
1: uh, No, I'd say more like (laughs) 200 million. (laughs) Um, And those are just the kids. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: But this is what we have. These are who we get to vote for. We get to. Yeah. Because as Obama says, a vote a vote for a third party, a so vote for Trump. <laughs> Woo! So, vote third party. Yeah. Well,
1: Yeah. It's just so there are thousands of things I I just I just couldn't watch it. Nine. I couldn't watch it. Ellen, <laughs> I just hard. couldn't watch it.
4: Yeah.
1: You're a brave man. Someone's gotta do it. Maybe I'll
2: watch the next one. <laughs> That's what's uh, October five or nine? <laughs> I don't know. I don't... You can do it. It's actually fun.
1: I'll come over to your house, you come over to my house, and we'll do it together. Then
2: I will do it. All right. Yep. Okay. A plan? Uh, Yeah. Assuming it's the correct... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) whatever it is. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Yes.
1: I can't do it alone. You know, like, children need a village?
2: I need an Allen to do it. You know. Trey Gowdy. (laughs) Apparently Comey was up on the hill again. Oh, dear. Trey Gowdy.
7: You started off by giving us examples of things the Bureau um, has done. And, and, and every one of us who's worked with the FBI, that is, that is the FBI that I know. Uh, the one that went and saved that girl in North Carolina, that is the FBI that I know. What concerns me, Director, is when you have five immunity agreements and no prosecution, when you are allowing Witnesses who happen to be lawyers who happen to be targets to sit in on an interview—that is not the FBI that I used to work with. So, I've been really careful to not criticize you. In fact, I said it again this morning. They wanted to know: Was he gotten to? Did somebody corrupt him? No, I just disagree with you. But it's really important to me that the FBI be respected, and and, and you you, you got to help us understand. Because it looks to me like some things were done differently that I don't recall being done back when I used to work with them. And with that, I would yield back to the chairman.
6: Can I respond to that? Yes.
2: Yeah, call know. me, do it.
6: I hope someday when this the political craziness is over, you will look back again on this because this is the FBI you know and love. This was done by pros in the right and way. And you'll like it. That's the part I have no patience for.
1: Whoa. What, what doesn't he
2: have any patience for? People questioning. That they did it right, the investigation into Hillary and her email. Even though in all these uh, these interviews now, they're giving people immunity agreements to talk. It's weird.
6: He acknowledged that he didn't pay taxes. Uncle Joe. He said, "It's uh, um,
2: crazy, Uncle Joe."
6: He said, because he's smart. Makes him smart. Tell that to the janitor in here.
5: Oh my gosh! <laughs> Tell him are my you a piece who, of garbage? Alive, busted
6: his neck working 60 hours a week. Paid all his taxes. Tell that your mothers and fathers are breaking their neck to send you here. for are paying their taxes. Do I do mean it? It angers me it angers me. He acknowledged, he acknowledged that uh,
1: the
6: the housing crisis, when the housing market collapsed and maybe a lot of your parents, but they didn't lose their home, they lost the equity in their home. You know what that equity was for? That equity was for the retirement. Their equity was able to get your older sister or brother to school because they could borrow against it. That equity was their insurance. That equity was what gave them peace of mind when they got in O'Donald bed. Donald did is this. A guy, yeah, yeah. This is a guy who said and wants to be president that it was good business for him to see the housing market fail. What in the hell is he talking about? No, 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 no. Really, I look. I've been there for eight presidents, Democrat and Republican. I've disagreed and I've agreed. But every president I have served with, including the Republican, is on the take. Has yeah. had a moral center. No. About what it was to be an American, about what we're supposed to do. Yeah, that's not about really what basic what you... fundamental rights are. Yeah,
2: life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, Joe. You idiot. Oh, I don't have time for that. See, when you start playing on the emotions of people, tell that to the janitor who's breaking his neck. He's not. No one's breaking his neck. Tell that to your mom and dad who are breaking their neck to get you here. He's talking to students. This is what happens. <clears throat> These are college kids getting propagandized by the stinking vice yes. president of the U.S. Yeah, who is a crotchety old man. I'd say more of a pervert. Or that. Than <clears throat> Who has no idea what business looks like? He's been in how many seven presidents? Did he say seven? Was it seven, six or seven? I thought he said eight, but, but or eight, maybe, maybe almost eight. How many years is that? Forty some years? He's been in there. Fifty years? He's been in that.
1: Let's see. I I bet seven. Okay, so we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. What's it uh, since Nixon? He can't be in there since Nixon.
2: Well, we're gonna we're gonna no
1: off uh, Ford.
6: I'm gonna look. Hold Ford, on, Carter I'm typing Reagan, really hard. on
1: Matt. Bush. Since Carter, so late '70s. Yeah, that's probably thirty some years.
2: He was born in 1942. Been off in office since 1973. He has been, no business experience, none since 1973. Joe so Biden Nixon. has been. A government-elected... Servant. Bullcrap. He's
1: been serving us. We need him. We need someone with experience.
2: I'll give you experience.
1: Someone with the temperament. I just can't take it anymore. Mama? Mama? Will it be all right?
2: Uh, That's a microaggression. Cool. (laughs) I'll wear it like a badge of courage. With pride. With pride. With pride, I say. Well, I'm sorry, but this, uh, this lunacy must end.
4: <sighs>
2: <sighs> I don't want to vote. I'm mean, gonna. I don't want to vote.
1: I mean, I'm just lucky that I live in Minnesota, so, so it doesn't matter. So it saying? doesn't matter who I vote for president. So maybe I'll vote my heart and
2: no. A vote for third parties. A vote for Trump. Just listen to the president.
1: Okay, then I'll vote for a third party.
2: <laughs> uh, I had some stuff in the list uh, from our favorite face bag commenter that I figured we could pull on later. Cool. The one you love so much.
1: You know, I might I might vote for a third party just so that I can say that I didn't vote for Trump, <laughs> because I know it doesn't matter anyways because I live in the socialist <laughs> state of Minnesota. Uh, And then that way I'll have something in common With my lunatic liberal fringe friends Oh wait, I don't have any No, I do I do Friends? Yeah Nah Nah.
2: I'd like to think they're my friends Um This is adult, but The sun In Europe yeah, sex roulette. Social media users fear a terrifying orgy trend where mystery HIV carriers are invited to take part in unprotected sex parties may be spreading across Europe.
1: Oh, yeah, because uh, homosexual men find it sexually stimulating the uh, the danger and the potential...
2: Oh, I thought it was just the new population control.
1: No! Oh. Hey-o. Heyo!
2: Weird science! <laughs> uh, I also saw quickly that the new, or the late, uh, th- there's now been a baby born with DNA from three adults. How is that not?
1: Nope. What do you call it? Bad. <laughs> so basically they took the DNA, spliced it all together yeah. in a Petri dish and, well, and, and the, the
2: logic was uh, the mom Lesbian. had, nope, 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 but the lady had a condition that wouldn't allow a baby to be born, and so they were able to take that one piece of DNA out of that egg, take the that good part of that DNA from an, a donor egg, and put that in there and then basically make a good egg out of it. How is this not GMO babies? Well, it is GMO babies. Owned by Monsanto. Ha! It's non-hybrid.
1: No, it's hybrid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. What's next,
2: gills? Oh, that'd be cool. How awesome would it be to just be able to jump in the water and be good? Yeah! I mean, it would look weird.
1: Yeah, but still, uh, you could live vicariously
2: through your children. Isn't that what we want? Yeah. Oh wait, that's what everyone else does when it comes to five fifth grade football. Yes. And five year old wrestling. This is the David Allen Show. DavidAllenShow.com, A Gmail at DavidAllenShow at Gmail.com. We're on Facebook at David Allen Show. No, uh, no. We're patriotically on Facebook. Are we paying our fair share?
1: That doesn't matter. We're, well, according to Jay, that's true. We're making a difference, that's so right. we're being patriotic as well. Or maybe according to Mary. No, according to Mary, we're not.
2: We're evil. Yeah, I think we're patriotically. I think on... we're patriotic. And speaking of pa- Patreon, pa- Patreon, <laughs> uh, we are currently working on a Patreon.com page. It will be at patreoncom slash Yes. where you can patron us. You can throw cash our way and help support this show.
1: Yes, do your fair
2: share. Do your fair share. Support us. Be patriotic. Yeah. Be patrons Think of the David of it Allen as Show. A tax, but pa- a good one. It will be patreoncom slash Show. Have a wonderful night. We'll see you next week, where who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Not
1: another debate, though, right? Okay. Not yet. Okay. Well, maybe. Davey happy.
2: Toodles. See ya.